Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 527 Underground Podcast, where we talk about comic books and comic book-related themes, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, anime, webtoons, or whatever crosses our minds. We're your host, Teddy Maria, and we offer two different points of views, one of an avid collector, which is me, and the other, an excited fan. Which is me. Hey, how you doing? Hanging in there. Good, good. All right. So are we ready to do this special podcast? Yeah. I have a feeling there's going to be something like... Uh... Being in the library and not being allowed to laugh. <laughs> Why do you say that? We're laughing Because I already see it right now. And there's a person that's going to be coming in as well. And they're already turning colors in front of me because they're trying not to laugh. Oh so this is going to be a good one. Okay. So what is the podcast for today? Well, we're going to do a special Harry Potter slash Potterverse slash Fantastic Beast themed all that podcast. Good shit. All that good stuff. Yes, yes. Okay. So with us today... Um, actually, let me just mention this may be uh, a couple of parts, so we're gonna try to, you know, reach a two-parter, but I have a feeling it'll be three parts. Hmm. But anyway, um, I'm going to bring in Cosmic Tea Comics, um, which is uh, uh, someone that we actually worked with before mm-hmm. when we did the Loki series. When we did the Loki series, and it's gonna be Cosmic Tea Comics and crew. And crew. Yeah. So the whole crew of Cosmic Tea Comics representing. So Thomas, say hello. What's going on? How you been? How's everything? <laughs> he said it with his chest. Say it with, say with my chest. Apparently last time I didn't say it with my chest. So <laughs> You laughed. This is going to be an interesting one. We have a lot of people here today. Um, Jasmine, say hello. Hi, how's everyone? Good, good. See, she said it with her chest. <laughs> and we have Brandon as well. Brandon, say hello. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Brandon here from CTC. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you shit. go. Represent. He, Let them know. Ready. Let them know. Okay. We like that. So, what we're going to be discussing today in terms of Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts are theories. Theories that our fans have come together and come up with. And we're basically going to bring some of these theories up and decide whether there's any fact behind it or it's just re- completely ridiculous so let's start shall we let's go all right so our first one is harry was a horcrux which is why the dursleys treated him like shit is there any fact to this okay so i already had an opinion on this because i've heard this conversation i've had this conversation plenty of times the dursleys might have treated him worse because he was a horcrux but it wasn't the reason why they treated him why you say that? Because even in the first book, uh, Sorcerer's Stone, and in the movies, McGonagall tells Dumbledore that she's been watching them all day, and they are the worst type of muggles. So they were already not good people, even from before <laughs> Harry got there. Okay. So, and on top of that, we already know that his aunt was jealous of um, her sister being a wizard, and she didn't, she wasn't able to be a wizard. Mm. Shit. Okay. Anybody else has something to say? I have a 50-50 on that. Okay. Um, he does have a point in the fact that the Dursleys were bad people and McGonagall did watch them until Dumbledore. But I feel that Harry, with the possibility of him being a Horcrux, made them worse. It just brought out more of how bad they already were. Um, because one of the, the things towards the end of everything, as we've mentioned, um, well, Thomas and I have talked about it before, there are things that 
um, didn't come up in the movies, like an, a cutout scene where his aunt um, has a moment of sentiment with Harry. Mm. And I don't recall, this is before the Horcrux was, like, if it was a Horcrux before all of that. Mm. But there is some good in them. They just knew about this other world that existed and they didn't want to be a part of it. Mm. Okay. Brandon, anything? For me, <clears throat> excuse me. For me, I don't think they knew anything about what a Horcrux was. And I'll say that because, like, as Thomas and Jasmine did say, Petunia was very jealous that the sister was the one that had the abilities, the powers. So, at the same token, I feel like she would be, or have so much jealousy and hatred that to even know what a Horcrux was, you would have to know so much about the Wizarding World in the first place. Like in that scene, I don't remember which movie it was, but where it shows Tom Riddle asking how would one go about creating the Horcruxes they were like this is like very serious dark stuff mm -hmm. so how would muggles even how would they even begin to like know what a Horcrux was uh, the movie you talk about was um, I know Half, it was one Blood, of the Half Blood Prince there you go well it's not like they would be aware of the fact that there's a Horcrux living with them Harry got the Horcrux because when Voldemort tried to kill all of them or at least his mother um he uh, unknowingly created another Horcrux. So the Dursleys don't have to know that it's there. It could be the reason why they're acting out even more. Oh, so in other words, you're, you're stating that, Harry, that the effect of the Horcrux is what caused the Dursleys yeah. to behave or react the way they do towards Harry. Right. It's kind of like the Lord the of the Rings, is. the person that has to carry it. You know, it affects the ones around you and stuff like that. So... I was just going to say, though, that <clears throat> not all Horcruxes affect people the same way. Okay. So when Jenny got the diary, she wasn't acting different. She was possessed. Like, she was controlled by him. Mm -hmm. The book itself didn't actually make anyone act different. The only one that we know made someone act any different was the necklace. Okay. Mm -hmm. The... um. The ring was it no. Voldemort's know. ring, when they showed it, he was was he the only one wearing it? No one else if anybody else wore it, no one else acted for it. Well, I think uh with the ring Dumbledore was wearing it and then it made his hand rotten. So but it was, was killing him slowly. It was killing him, but it didn't make him act different. Yeah. And then on top of that, with um the the diadem and the cup. The Gryffindor cup. Mm-hmm. They got it and they didn't. They destroyed it and they didn't act different. It was things happened afterwards. They destroyed it, but the items themselves didn't make them act different. Okay. Okay. So they're all good points, by the way. I was just gonna say, if anything, having Harry having Harry be a Holcrux made him act different. He had he was darker at moments, more than anything. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like he got more darker as the movies went on because from the from the from the first movie, you saw he was just an innocent child, and as the movies progressed more and more, you saw everything getting, at least for him, this darker and darker and darker as each movie went on. Like the second uh, Cedric Cedric died in the Goblet of Fire, that was pretty much the end of like the happiness for him up until mm. the the final scenes of the movie when he finally defeats Voldemort. 
that goes for. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. But go I ahead, I cut that you that off. Goes, that goes for all of them, if Hermione and Ron as well. Like you see them too, like happy, 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 happy. And the second after Goblet of Fire, that's when like that's when the tone drops and becomes more serious. Like the stakes get higher. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. The next one is: Could Snape still be alive? And here's here's oh. the thing. Okay, now I'm not. I didn't come up with these. You know, you all give me look like there's no fucking way. <laughs> here's the thing. Snape was a master of potions, so he could have a potion to save himself. Also, there was no body when everyone was lying in in the the main hall. Mm. There was no body there. All the other loved ones and even some of the villains were laying in that hall, and he wasn't there. So there was no sign of Snape. Could it be possible that he may have had some type of uh, a potion to help him heal quickly and stop the venom from Nagini? I mean, it could be possible, but at the same time, it was only Harry, Ron, and Hermione were the only three to actually see him get killed. So unless they actually spoke up and said he was down there, there would kind of be no reason for him to be with the rest of the people that were dead in the main hall. Unless those three were the ones that were specifically went to get them. Mm. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, I'm trying to think about it, and he could have. There's easily like he could have easily gave himself a po- uh, a potion to negate Nagini's effect. But knowing Voldemort, he you know probably did something to Nagini to make her poison. Like no. Like no one's done. Like if you get bit, you die. Like this is happening. <laughs> this is happening. Yeah. But it wasn't just that. I could have sworn that Voldemort cut his neck a little bit. Like he was yes, bleeding. He did. He used his wand and swiped it across his neck. You mm-hmm. see the blood forming mm-hmm. before yeah. he uh, sends Nagini to bite him multiple times, not just once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, although there may have been a possibility of him having some sort of potion, I think it's a very slim chance mainly because of the fact that you see him bleeding out, you see him talking to Harry, looking at him, saying, again, you have your mother's eyes, and gives him a memory for him, or multiple memories for him to look at. Um, I don't think all of that sentiment would have been for nothing, and if he had a potion, I don't think he would have waited so long to take it if he had one. Okay. So that's a hell's no, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Three confirms he's dead. <laughs> gone, gone, yeah, and gone. All right. Dumbledore is death. So the point is this each symbol of the Deathly Hollow represents a certain character. Lots of fans are basically saying that the wand went to Voldemort, right? Which is the brother that wanted the powerful wand. There's the brother that wanted the loved one, which is Snape, and the brother who wanted the cloak to be invisible from death, which was passed down to Harry, and that Dumbledore himself was death. So is this a possibility, or is this just something that the fans want to create a metaphor to make them feel better, I guess? I think it's, I think it's more of a metaphor, but I can see the argument for it, because when Harry dies, he greets Dumbledore as an old friend, which is exactly what the last brother does when he meets Death. He greets him as an old friend. So the argument can be made that he was Death, but I feel like what they were trying to do, what J.K. Rowling was trying to do more was 
just showed that Dumbledore had all three. So he was the one that they spoke of who was the master of death. Like, he had all three um, Deathly Hallows. He had all of them. And he could have used them to be the best, but he chose not to. Like, it's confirmed that at one point in time, he was the most powerful wizard because he had everything. He had the Elder One. He had already defeated Grindelwald. He def- he People feared him already. If he wanted to be that wizard, he could have been. He could easily been. And he didn't want he didn't want that kind of power. He didn't want that trouble on his head. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? No? No? Okay. Shut that down. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mic drop. Okay. <laughs> that was a simple one, huh? It was like, no, I'm not gonna say anything, I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's another one. Um, Professor Tronley. Trelawney. Trelawney. Thank right. you. I always have issues with that. Professor Trelawney uh, guesses Harry's birthday incorrectly. Uh, she said that his birth month was in midwinter, which is actually supposed to be in July. Could it be that she was actually reading Voldemort, who basically was born on December 31st, and he already had a piece of his soul? So could it be that she was reading, you know, like Voldemort having divination, you know, like, yeah, yeah, Voldemort instead of Harry? Do you think that's a possibility? Because she's not full of shit because she did predict certain things, which is why she was even in the castle. She has the, I think Dumbledore says it, she has the gene, but it's not as strong as her mothers were. Her mothers were, she was more powerful, powerful and more accurate in her premonitions. Trelawney has it. But it's more of a random occurrence. She doesn't actually know mm-hmm. half the time what she's doing. Because mm-hmm. there's moments of, like, you even see it in the movies and the books where she gets into a trance. Mm-hmm. That's when there's, like, a flare-up what's happening where she's actually pr- seeing a prophecy or something. But I think for the most part, she's probably just, like, bullshitting everybody. <laughs> Especially the scene with Umbridge when she's asking her for a prophecy. She's just like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of don't know what to say right now. <laughs> which, like, which, yeah, I'm sorry, guy. Like you, you called me at a bad time right here. <laughs> <laughs> come back tomorrow. I'll have a prophecy for you. I promise. <laughs> which makes me wonder, how did she become a professor in the first place, teaching in the school? I think I mean, it's, I think it's because Dumbledore wanted to protect her, because okay. she was the one that did the prediction. Right. For you know, when when they went into like the vault, they had all the different mm-hmm. you know. Um, predictions and stuff like that. She's the one that did it, so I think he wanted to protect her because you know who was going to go after her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think something like that was mentioned in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, that exactly like you guys said, um, she makes the prediction, and Dumbledore was there and aware of it, from wanting to protect her. So that would be how I guess she would got have gotten into the school as a teacher. Mm-hmm. With regards to if she was reading um, Voldemort's. Um, future or 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 whatever it was it could be a possibility if we say that it's true that would pull us back into Harry is a horcrux because he would have a bit of his soul for her to be saying of his soul for her to be saying oh you were born in December Mm -hmm. and being completely off if that was for Voldemort Mm -hmm. so it it would bring us back into that yeah. There's a couple of theories about Harry being a Horcrux. That's another one's gonna end up coming up soon because I have another one here. But yeah. Okay. Any more 
thoughts on this? Nope. Yeah. We're going through this pretty fast. Okay, there may not be a part two or three. All right. We got Um, theories, trust me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the next one could be, which is funny enough, it actually goes into the next Horcrux theory. Um, The Dementors can sniff out Harry's extra soul, which is why the Dementors are constantly going after him. Meaning the Horcrux. Do you think that's a possibility? So they, you think that you think that the Dementors target him more, not only because he has like good memories, but because there's two souls for the price of one. Like you're actually able, like if they were to do the, the kiss of death, they would get two souls. Possibly. And they're also seeing Voldemort's emotions and memories just as much as Harry's. So when they go to him, it's like a double meal. Yeah. Almost. Mm-hmm. Double burger. Yeah, he's the super size one. Yeah. Super yeah. size meal. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's not a oh, theory. Yeah. That was just an, a, an idea that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, but the thing with that is Dementors are attracted to all your happy memories. They go and suck out all the happiness out of the world. Harry and Voldemort didn't have too many happy memories growing up. Up until the point of, you know, like, hey, you're a wizard. And then from there, they have happy memories. But I wouldn't see the Dementors going to Harry so much for having another soul. Mm. I I wouldn't think so. Especially if it's such a small piece of an additional soul. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect her to be the negative counter to that. I know, right? (laughs) But who's to say that Voldemort wasn't happy killing people? And those are his happy memories. Uh, I mean, the guy is That is a very fair point. You know, he's like, oh, you know, just like (laughs) killing random people. And uh, uh, whatever his, you know, the spell is. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Just killing random people. I mean, he fed somebody to a snake, for Christ's sakes. I felt like I had that moment where I fixed my glasses and just like, noob. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, I'll give you that one. That's true. It's like he said it with such, you know, disdain. I can't even say it again. (laughs) Thank you, sir. (laughs) All right, you're not wrong there. Um, All right, any other thoughts on this? No? Yes? I just want to make it clear that Slytherin is the best house. (laughs) Okay. Lies. (laughs) So let me just explain to those who just, you know, who who are not understanding what's going on here with the freaking Slytherin, you know, um, issue. Because it is an issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone just recently found out Brandon and he's a Slytherin we have another person that's another Slytherin which is Thomas and then I come to be betrayed also my husband not a Teddy it is a betrayal, a betrayal. that he's a Slytherin so in this round table we have a Hufflepuff Ravenclaw because she just found out that she's half Ravenclaw half, half. <laughs> half, half. Uh, which is Jasmine boy. and then <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I mean it's not a term you hear in civilized <laughs> and then we have myself who's also a Ravenclaw so we're outnumbered here and the cockiness of Slytherin oh is just starting to, 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 you know, seep through. Oh, it's God. not cockiness. We just it's know cunning. What yeah, we just yeah, know yeah. what we're talking about. Uh, don't get penisy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it just also happens to be that all the Slytherin are men, and the other two are female. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going down a hole you don't want to go into. <laughs> Which, you see, explains That's Slytherin. Great. But mm-hmm. anyway, just proves my point even more. Mm. Um, 
moving on with the Slytherin house or whatever. Uh, the next theory is Ginny spiked Harry with a love potion. Any thoughts? When would you say she did this? Yeah. Yeah, question. Well, I don't know. This is another theory that I found on the internet. I don't think she spiked them because we saw exactly how a love potion works with Ron. Mm. And Harry was nowhere near infatuated with Jenny the way Ron was with the other girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And even when they did like have affection for each other, it was already after a while of him kind of already feeling a little jealous when she was dating uh I think Dean Thomas. Dean Thomas. Dean. Mm-hmm. And he kind of just you can see it, he's like a little bothered by it. Mm. It was like more of that awkward affection. Yeah. Right. Like actual like, like not, okay, this is just regular teenage shit. Yeah, like mm. not infatuation. Okay. And then when they kiss, he even tells them if you want that can stay up here. When they kiss in the room of requirement. Mm. She says it like that can stay up here if you want to, and he didn't. He didn't say anything. Someone who's infatuated with someone would have been like, no, a whole bunch. He just kind of stands there for a minute, like, oh, okay, mm. okay, yeah, because the the there was something that um, Chris had told me that he he had a theory of his own, but a lot of the fans uh, feel that uh, possibly J.K. Rowling had to write um, some type of love connection for him um and that it was probably forced because from one moment it was just like okay some some encounters with jenny and all of a sudden he kind of had a crush on her it it, it he it would have been better if he didn't really have a connection with anybody and then towards the end um he kind of like once every all the craziness has stopped he kind of like you know sees a girl and he falls for her and then that's the beginning of his regular life mm-hmm. you know but it, i f- it, yeah, okay, sorry, I mean control. I was just gonna say it would have made more sense if he would have fell in love with Hermione. They spent so much time together. I think that's what generally people and readers were kind of expecting because you know the main three characters was you know Harry, Hermione, and Ron, and you know in the first two books, three books. I think it was I don't want to say evident, but you kind of get the feeling that Hermione and Harry were gonna get together. It was strongly suggested, you know. <laughs> Suggested, implied, you know, all yeah. that stuff. And then for some reason they put, you know, Hermione and Ron, which is complete opposites, and the whole theory of opposites attracts. Okay, okay I guess. Well, but he's <laughs> jealous. Like he's strongly jealous. Like he went from praising the uh, seeker from the other school. I forgot his name. Crum. Crum. Victor Crum. Crum. Right. To the second he found out Hermione was dating him, loathing him. They mm-hmm. loathing him, mm-hmm. and it's like you were just singing his praise mm-hmm. not twenty four hours ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hermione says as much yeah yeah and yeah. he's just overly jealous and hermione i don't see hermione staying with a person and having kids with a person who is that insanely jealous right and you're not even dating them yet mm. so imagine and ron already had extremely low self-confidence he knew like everything he owned was hand-me-down mm-hmm. and hermione was smart she was a you know half they, she she had muggle parents but she wasn't dumb Right. He knew that she could easily get a decent wizarding job and make a lot of money. It's like, and he wouldn't be that type of person to go do that. So it just doesn't make sense that they stood together for so long. It's like, eh. yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was should have been Harry and Hermione, but I think they wanted to keep the trio like you know brother and sister type of thing. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Even when they were by themselves, 
um, in the movies, you know, in the mm-hmm. book and stuff like that, they were traveling along by themselves because Ron got pissed off. Of, mm-hmm. you and know. they were dancing. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, that was... Uh, is this possible? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, no, it's That was not. another strong scene hinting at them <laughs> being together. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, next theory. Neville wasn't a bad wizard. He just had the wrong wand. So basically, Neville has been using his father's wand until it broke, and then he decided to get his own wand. And remember, the wand chooses the wizard. So if he was using his father's wand all throughout his childhood, and he was always fucking up in class, chances are that he had the wrong wand. So if Neville had the correct wand, would he have been as strong as Harry or as capable as Harry and not be considered a fuck up. But I have a question. Did they say that he was using his father's one? Yeah. So he was using and then they did a break and he, he got another one. Yeah. At what point did he break? Like when did he... When his magic started getting better. So at some point... Oh, like you don't... It's not confirmed that it broke. It's just at some point he just gets another one. Somewhere it was confirmed. I'm not sure if it was in the books or if it was actually in the movie somewhere. I don't remember seeing any scene about oh, his wand breaking yeah. anywhere. But it could have been in the book. So it's stating from what I found that he was using his father's wand the whole time and it broke and he just he ended up getting his own. I mean, I was just going to... I don't have much to say on it, but I was going to say it would make sense considering that in the end battle, he is holding his own. Mm-hmm. And when Harry starts teaching him, he gets better relatively quickly. And he goes from messing up a lot to become a pretty decent wizard, especially in fighting, relatively quickly towards the end mm-hmm. to the point where... He's one of the few who's not dead, and there are other, <clears throat> sorry, other wizards who are more powerful who were dead. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's so, true. And then another thing too. Um, both those characters, Harry and Neville, their paths could have run sim- like parallel mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, because just like Harry's parents, Neville's parents also suffered and went through a traumatic uh, death experience through um, Voldemort and his cohorts and somewhat. So imagine if the story, imagine the story being that Neville was the lead character and Harry was what Neville's character was to be. It could have almost possibly run parallel. Well, that's what happened. You know? mm. There was a prediction that was done. Um, of a child born in like right. And it was summer. the same time, and it was between Harry and Neville, and, Neville. and it so happens that Voldemort ended up going to one house while um, Bellatrix went to the right. right and they were torturing those parents mm-hmm. so it could have been a flip of a coin it just mm-hmm. so happened that this is how it landed right. yeah so if Voldemort would have gone to Neville's house mm-hmm. you know it could have been the same exact thing just yeah. instead of Harry been, Potter it's Neville, Neville Longbottom the the yeah. yeah. or yeah. if anything it, it would have been just done and over with because the reason why Harry even survived was because of his mother's magic who used old, old magic, magic. So, you don't think the uh, the long bottoms could have done the same thing? The long bottoms were skilled; they were very skilled. But I don't know if they would have gone into old magic. Because remember, uh, Lily Potter was considered to be a very uh, intelligent she, witch. Yeah, she was basically the older Hermione. Right. right. So, the fact that she dug into something that they wouldn't even consider mm-hmm. goes to show, you know, how you know mm-hmm. smart she was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think the I think the long bottoms would have fought. For sure, they probably held their own up to a certain point, but I don't think they would have used old magic. Hmm. So, anybody else? It's an idea. No. Hmm? I mean, I I didn't know about 
um, Neville using his father's wand. Mm. Um, but as Thomas said, that would make sense since seeing at one point he does start getting better at magic. Um, so I would agree with that. I know the wand does cho choose the user, but at the same time, I feel like if you're your child using your parents' wand, it should, like, it should still be able to sense that goodness in Neville that was in his father. You know what I mean? Like, at the same time. I have a good counter to so that. So it could have kind of, like, but, yeah. I was just going to say the only reason I would argue that is because when Malfoy uses his mother's wand, he states that it's a good wand, but it just feels different. Like, it doesn't work for him as much as you would... Like, you would think, it would. oh, this is my mom's wand, it would work. It doesn't. It's like, it feels weird when he uses it. And the only reason I say it is because he states it. If no one ever stated that, I would agree with that. Well, also, but, Ollivander made an argument about it, too. Because when he was being held and tortured, and they actually rescued him with um, Luna, um, he was basically saying that the wands have a personality. And that when he was, you know, they showed him, oh, do you know who this one belongs to? Or, you know, mm -hmm. he was talking, uh, Harry was talking to Ollivander. You know, he says, oh, it's, it's allegiance is towards you. He's like, what are you talking about? And, and basically the wand chooses the wizard. Chooses the wizard. So it actually has its own personality. You know, all the other ones that Harry was trying out when he was trying to become, you know, like trying to figure right. out which one was going to be him. All these other ones were like, nah, I don't want nothing to do with this guy. Yeah. You know? they felt, you Things could, were falling off the yeah. <laughs> I I feel like the wands might have felt Voldemort and they were just like, no, fuck this guy. We're not doing this. <laughs> and then the one wand just happens to be the brother to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, this is the one wand. I'll, I'll kill my brother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll take him out. I'm curious. Like, this feels right. <laughs> yeah. This feels about right. Got a little Cain and Abel story going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. So, yeah, that's true. Uh okay. This is a we a really weird one that I found. I was just like, if it's true, which I don't think it is, it's mighty depressing and a waste of time for everybody that read or saw the movies. Hogwarts is all in Harry's head. It's one of those so depressing ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it says here, the theory suggests that Harry is actually living in a mental institution. <laughs> it gets worse. The victim of abuse and trauma. The world of Hogwarts is something that is completely in his head. Uh, every part is a coping mechanism that he creates in response to dealing with such a cruel world. I can even expand on that if you want. Hogwarts is the name of the hospital. Hmm. All the professors are the doctors. All the students are patients. Yeah. <laughs> Just to make it more, but it's like you can do that with any. Uh, no. <laughs> no, that would. I think that yeah, that would cheapen the story. That cheapen all seven books. It will definitely and people will be so upset. Like you, you can know? make a decent argument for it. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, you make it sound great. If but... you want, if you want to do some type of like psychological thesis on mental health and you know depression and so on and so forth, and try to use it as a metaphor, okay, fine. But no, I think for the average reader that spent years, you know, reading and delving into this uh, We story. curse whoever made that theory. Yeah, yeah. It's you, like, what the hell? Yeah. Really, like, F you for thinking that. For you, know, you know who came up with that theory? A fucking hater. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, yeah. someone who probably couldn't read. Childhood. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you they, go. Were, they literally were like, oh, look at these people. Look at them. They look happy. It's all in their It's a yeah, exactly. fucking hater came up with that shit. I guarantee you, know? you they're a Slytherin. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? I said, I guarantee you they're a Slytherin. 
<laughs> they're not worthy they're, to get into any Hogwarts house. Oh, they're they're a U.S. wizard. They suck. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, they're not supposed to feed the trolls. All right. <laughs> okay. So it's a, it's a good theory, but it's just like you're just being an asshole just to, for the sake of being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like when I. Go ahead. With that theory, just if you have enough time, you can make an argument for anything, anything. about anything. That is true. That yeah. is true. Yeah. When I when I came across that thing, I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just one of those things. Was, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm gonna write this thing down, but this is bullshit. You know, like <laughs> let me just put it in there just to have something. Right here, negative. I'll debunk it real quick. If that was true. Why, where on earth did Fantastic Beasts come from? Because yeah. Harry wasn't even alive yet. There you go. Thank there you, sir. <laughs> thank you. Know. Even though you are Slytherin, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Respect our coming. Hey, hey. Snape or the Slytherin. That's right. And he was a true hero. Harry's son is a Slytherin. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm going to get so much hate. From you fellow Slytherins, <laughs> like they, I can only imagine right now that anyone that I, I could picture one person that's gonna be like, "What the fuck is wrong with a Slytherin?" They're just gonna come at me. But there is nothing wrong with Slytherins. It's just that they're like Yankee fans. They're mad cocky. Oh man, I'm really gonna get it from the Yankee fans too. All right, moving on. Nothing wrong with Yankee fans. There's nothing wrong with Yankee fans. Of course exactly. not. Just, just anyway. <laughs> uh, so here's the next one. There was a war between muggles and wizards. The only evidence available is the spell. If you wish to say it, fellow Slytherin. Oh, how about I could have? Thank you. Uh, which is close to... It was just... What happened? She's correcting me on my spelling, on my <laughs> pronunciation of words. Jasmine, would you like There's to say no it? There's H in front of the spell. It's Avada Kedavra. Oh, did a Hufflepuff slash Ravenclaw teach you? No one likes Hufflepuffs. You know, they do say that Hufflepuffs and Slytherins, like, Hufflepuff is a Slytherin's friend. Did you hear about that theory? No. Anyway. (laughs) But it makes sense. My best friend is also a Slytherin. There you go. Okay, so they're saying that there's a war between muggles and wi- there was a war between muggles and wizards. The only evidence that's possible is the Avada Kedavra, um, which is close to the muggle word abracadabra. So, meaning that over time the word has changed and lost its true meaning. Mm. Um, and here's another. Here's a little fact that I found, or at least that I remember in the book. I believe it was maybe the sixth book or the fifth book there was a situation where um the ministry of magic or the person in charge of ministry of magic reached out to the minister yeah anybody remember that yes yes okay um and basically letting them giving them the heads up weird shit is coming prepare yourself yeah so in in maria translation so that tells me that there was some kind of understanding like a truce maybe there is they they um even in uh i was just reading uh, the third book when black escapes the minister of uh, england or whatever mm-hmm. they know about snape i mean they know about um black and they just say that he's a dangerous man with a gun oh so i mean uh yeah. the news um Harry's uncle was watching it, and he knows they 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 know that Black escaped, and he's a dangerous man. Mm-hmm. So there is a uh, communication between Muggles and Wizards within the government, 
when things get too out of hand for wizards, they let muggles know, like, things are about to happen. Mm-hmm. You need to be aware. Oh, this uh, this prisoner escaped us. He is dangerous. Just let your people know to look out, to look out for him or stuff like that. So, any so, possibility that it could have been a war? A hundred percent. There was a war. Mm-hmm. There was something where... Even you had mentioned earlier before we started the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah, but that was for more for like Makuza. Yeah, but there had to have been something before for them to know about witches and maybe the, maybe the Salem Witch Trials was a remnant. Like there are still witches around because of the war that happened so and so years ago. So I definitely think there was a war, and they just kind of like listen. Everyone is dying. Both of us. We need to figure this out. Yeah. No one's winning. There's right. just. If you're able to hide yourself, hide yourselves. We'll act like you don't exist. You can live your life, we'll live our lives. Okay. And eventually over the centuries, the humans just kind of forget about that aspect. Yeah. Mm. They, they became stories. and mm-hmm. like Myths, myths legends. Yeah. Dragons, mm. sea creatures, all these things just became legends and myths of those things that used to be. Just mm-hmm. stories and stories passed down for so long. Think it about all the uh, turns from fact into fiction in the in the muggles' eyes. Yeah, you can think about all the creatures, werewolves. These are f- creatures that are real to wizards, and they act the same way as muggles or humans depict them. Right. Exactly the same, full moon, right. silver. But to muggles, they've just been hiding. They've been where well, you can't see them, so they become myths and legends, giants. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that could be. That's. I don't even think that's a theory. That's just what happened at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think because it hasn't been really mentioned in the books, uh, yeah. or it wasn't shown in the in the movies or anything, it just falls underneath the theory category. But it, it you're right. It could be just like, well, the chances of this happening are pretty high. So, you know, it, you don't really need a story to to have yeah. it be told. It would be cool to see. Yeah. And maybe like short movies or episodes or something. Or just like this is predates everybody that we've ever ever heard of mm-hmm. probably predates the founders of mm-hmm. the school the schools, predates yeah. just just this is just unrecognizable to Harry Potter but this is what happened before that would be something cool to see I mean but see the thing is that even if it, if this war did happen before the founders of, of Hogwarts um, really the person who stepped up to start a, to, to try to protect muggles was the Order of Merlin mm-hmm. so you know, that yes, a Slytherin. <laughs> just saying, yeah, right. just saying. Yeah, just found out today that Merlin was a Slytherin. <laughs> Represent. That you said really clear in the mic. Huh? <laughs> that came perfect in the mic. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So Merlin was the one that was like really out there to kind of protect humans and stuff like that. So. If it happened, it must... I mean, it happened... That's a long time yeah, that's, ago. Like mm-hmm. Merlin, that's King mm-hmm. Arthur. That's knights and round, little mm-hmm. round tables. Like, so, yeah, I could see a definite... Back then, a definite war. And there were dragons. There, those, That would have been a time where dragons and creatures did roam free before hiding everything. It was just there. They were just normal. I like that theory. I'd watch mm-hmm. that. I'd watch that the shit cool. out of that. that. I think if cool. there was a war, the wizards definitely won. <laughs> and... I'll say that because if anybody here has ever seen Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, <laughs> the first 10 minutes of the movie is the war between the humans and the fantasy yeah. creatures. Right. And who won that war? Yeah. Like, who decimated that war? 
the magical creatures yeah. won, but then they felt remorse for mm-hmm. everything that went down. Mm-hmm. So then they divided their world, and they divided the world into their world and then the and, human world. Right. So you could easily apply the same concept to Harry Potter, where the wizards, they won, but like, at what cost? Mm-hmm. You know, like so many of your people die, so many of ours, like, you know what? Let's just cut our losses. You go up high, we go down low. And we I, keep everything separate from here on out. Yeah. I just love the fact that he ref- made a link between Harry Potter and comic books. Yeah. And it made perfect fucking sense. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> comic, <laughs> comic books is life, let me tell you. Comic books is life. But it does make sense, though. Okay. Anything else on this theory? We could go about this all day. <laughs> Besides the fact that we definitely want to see something about yeah. it. You know? Someone make, make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Harry and Sirius are related by blood. Do you think it's fact? No, because they they already told you his, he's his godfather, but they were friends. He's part of the um the, the black, black family, the black and the strange family. Anybody else? I feel like you have something to say. Yeah, <laughs> she, had she does. Thing. She does. That look that she just gave. Right. It was like she's like, oh, I know something you don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Jasmine? I think there is a mention somewhere linking them, but way in I, I don't remember where in their family tree, one of the blacks does marry into someone in Harry's family, but I can't remember which one. But I do, I do recall a mention of this. Really? Here we go. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, she's right. She's right. And this is why they're Ravenclaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always gotta be right. <laughs> so it says here the Black family tree had a lot of blood traitor names burned off. Remember that? Mm-hmm. On, yeah. On yeah. All the faces yeah. were burned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it did show the marriage between Daria Black and I believe this is supposed to be Charles Potter or Charles Potter. Um... The theory suggests that James Potter was their unnamed son on that family oh tree. Gosh. Wait. Okay. So. Now we all got to go watch the movie, <laughs> look on that wall, and see what name says something remotely close to James Potter. Right. <laughs> but the thing is that they don't that? say James Potter. It's the unnamed son. So if you see a Potter and a Black married... And then you keep looking down, you'll see an unnamed son, which could possibly could be. Possibly be. Yeah. Yeah. James. Just it blew my mind. Right. Like, <laughs> it kind of makes sense too, because when you think about it, hair, um, James and Severus, which oh, serious, serious, yeah. were so close. They were basically brothers. They called right. them brothers on the same. T- even when right before Black dies, he doesn't say Harry. He, he says, says James. James. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't think he's fighting with his with from Harry anymore. He goes back to the, oh, I'm, I'm fighting with my brother. Yeah, and I guess that can make sense. And him, why why make him his his godfather? Obviously, besides the fact that he trusted him and everything, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Okay, I mean it doesn't. It's just a cool idea to have. Like, oh yeah, they were actually related because it doesn't really change the story in any way. No, it no. doesn't. It just adds a little more. Like, damn, this is why he really wanted because this was his nephew. Right. Or like add, add more emotion to their story. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Um, okay. So we have reached the 45 minute mark. So that tells me there'll be a part two to the Harry Potter round table. Um, we're going to stop it here. Uh, 
But uh, if you're going to continue with part two, please be on the lookout for it. It will be put up in a couple of days after. But for now, um, we're going to sign off and basically say where you can find us. You can find Teddy and I at 527 Underground on Facebook and Instagram. And also our YouTube channel at 527 Underground. And when it comes to Cosmic T Comics, you can find us on Instagram at Cosmic.T.Comics. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Cosmic T Comics on Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. Um, also, we can follow me. You can look at my eBay page. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I um, sell books on eBay. So. Uh, Thomas has been selling some awesome comic books um, for a good price. So please be on the lookout for all his postings, all the latest sales that he's doing. Um, and we will be right back 